This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And uh, whether you're leading a multi-million dollar business or running a small agency in order to grow, you need the best sales talent in the world. People. But hiring for sales can be challenging because you won't always know how someone will perform when it comes to the close until they get out in the field or onto the phone. So today we're going to go over the four things we look for when hiring hundreds of sales callers every year. Yeah, no joke. We literally are have a goal right now of like 16 salespeople a month. Yep. And this came up because, you know, we're just going through this process of like, man, how do we refine our interviewing to pick the right people? And I've gone so many different directions with this and trying to technically test somebody in their sales skill and their ability and how much they know about sales to all the way the other side and just being totally personality based. And we used the predictive index. We did some episodes even on this yeah. type of stuff before. Yeah. Like four and, different profiles that fit kind of as the sort of the first yeah. pass through on a salesperson. And what I, what I was doing is trying to figure out, okay, how do we move through people to understand at a fundamental level, if they have these check boxes, they, we can teach them to be successful. Yep. And I really tried to boil down all of the experience we've had over the years of hiring people to four different things we look for. There's probably a, a little bit of, you know, there's probably a little bit more we could probably give, but these are the four fundamentals yeah. and I'll give them to you. So if you're looking for a salesperson to join your team right now, if I was interviewing them and I got on an interview with them, I would look for these four things. The first is energy. Yep. Now, energy I define as when they get on that Zoom call, when they walk into that room and they're interviewing face-to-face -face with you, every single one of us knows the type of people that they light up the room, yeah. that the energy <laughs> they have is positive. It's not negative. That the feeling they give you is a feeling of confidence, is a feeling of swagger, yeah. as they call it. Now, like, you always have to be like super, I don't know, you think of energy like, hey, how's it going? Energy is not volume. Okay. It can be, right? That can be a sign of it. Like how I define it is... They're the positivity that they bring. Mm. It, are they smiling? Or are they not smiling? Do they make you feel comfortable? Do they not make you feel comfortable? Are they displaying to you interest? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was going to call it like active listening right. or, you know, an excitement and a passion about being there. And this I have found like no joke, like we hired one guy and I literally called my recruiter and I said, after the interview, um, I called the recruiter. I said, Hey, you know, this guy's on his way home right now, but call him, tell him, let him know he's got the job. He probably thinks it was the worst interview of his life. And no joke. I mean, he was one of our great salesmen, Bobby. Um, we called him. He did think he bombed the interview. It was the worst interview. But you know, one of the reasons why I liked him, he couldn't sit still. Now, this is specifically <laughs> for salespeople, but he was rocking back and forth. Like he just had this energy, like he was just ready to go. Now, not to the degree of craziness. Well, maybe a little crazy, but the point is when you're looking for salespeople, now I'm not looking for my accountant to be rocking back and forth like that, but the salesperson, man, I want this energy, this, just, just like, I got to move. I got to move. I got to do something. No, it's an interesting layer that you added on top of that, because I think everybody interviewing somebody to join their organization wants to see that level of interest and that engagement. But you're actually talking about, there's a little bit more to that where there's almost like an impatience. There's almost yes. like, I need to get to the next thing. What, what, what are we talking about next that you need to have in a salesperson in order to be able to 
willing to jump on that next call, have that 100%. next conversation. Yeah. So energy is the first that I look for. If you don't have energy, the interview basically is not going to go forward. Yeah. Um, the second thing that I look for is I really call it like the ability to hold and drive a conversation. Yeah. So you might uh, call it like the sales acumen, but I'm really looking for someone. Can they actually drive a conversation? When you're interviewing for sales, a big common mistake I see amongst our team leads is they do a ton of the talking. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do when you're it's interviewing a It's just like a sales call. You should talk less than yes. the person that you're interviewing. Yeah. See, can they control and lead the conversation? Not only that, do they make you feel good in the conversation? Like, are they captivating you, bringing you in, engaging you? Can they hold a conversation and drive that conversation? And one of the questions I ask people when they come in just to see, it tells me, one, did they do their research too? But I just say, hey, look, you know, you've had a chance to look at Reminder Media if someone were to come up to you, maybe your friend comes up to you and says, hey, what does Reminder Media do? Yeah. Great question. What, what would they say? Sell, sell me and on I'm going to tell you this. Literally, sell me this pen. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to tell you this. Even if they don't know our information really well, but <laughs> they they're extremely good at BSing, <laughs> meaning they're extremely good at holding a conversation, talking about something, you realize, oh, you have the gift of gab. You have the gift of conversation. Yeah. And I can train you what to say, yeah. but I can't teach you that quick-wittedness and that ability to hold a conversation. It's very difficult to teach that. It's a mistake that a lot of pneumatics, I've seen, I've done it myself early in my career, and I've seen a lot of people do it since then where when you start interviewing people it's a nerve-wracking thing right for someone to interview because there's like there's a lot of things going on in your mind like a little bit of imposter syndrome yes. sits in why am i interviewing if you see their resume and you see how this person's gonna know i've never interviewed before. right 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 <laughs> so like there's this um there's this desire to want to sell the person yes on the position when you have to re realize that they are there to sell you on them so your yes. question should be discovery based questions that are leading them to sell themselves because that'll tell so you good. how especially in a sales position but really in any position will tell you how they are with influencing others. And most of the time, people are at their best when it comes to their energy and their talking in an interview. Mm -hmm. What I mean by, and this is specifically to sales, right? Because in sales, they have to have the gift of presentation. They have to have the gift of being able to hold a conversation. So yeah, they, they, they represent the brand. They're the correct. first person that most people see. Do you think they're, they're trying their hardest on an interview? Of course they are. They want to get the job. They're, they're trying to close the deal. So what you're seeing on that interview is what you're going to get yeah. in the actual office. If you sense low energy on the interview, you're going to get worse on the actual when they're in, when they get comfortable. If you experience like, man, this person, yeah, they talk, but they never shut up. You're going to get <laughs> worse on the actual when they're comfortable, yeah. right? Because it's they're trying to be their actual absolute best. So you got to have energy. Got to have the gift of conversation to be able to hold it and drive it. And then the third thing, and this is just, all of these are requirement, but man, this one is the one I ID in all my top producers is they have a hunger as Les Brown says, they have a drive and that drive plays into their resilience, right? Because in sales, it's 98% rejection. So how are they going to have this persistence and this resilience? I can't put the fire within somebody. I can motivate you for a day. I can stretch your rubber band. But if that drive is not naturally in you, it's going to always go back. How do you suss back. that out? You, that is the question. Yeah. Is how, how do you actually suss out drive? The one thing I actually look for is have they been beaten down and broken down in their life mm. and overcome that? Mm. And then why 
have they overcome that and where are they going and what do they desire? Mm. And I'm looking for something that I can go. Most of my top producers were beaten down and broken down. Yeah. Like no joke, not to get too personal they, on them. Yeah. Some were, you know, they were, they struggled with alcohol. Yeah. And they've, they've come over that. Some were, they lost multiple jobs and were at rock bottom, have no money in their bank account. One yeah. person was $30,000 in debt and couldn't afford, they were living in their car. Yeah. And they all had this drive and this hunger to be better and this mm. resilience that they were already pushing through. So how do you measure that? You know, you ask somebody in their life, hey, tell me about the biggest adversity you faced in your life and how you overcame that. Yeah. What did that mean to you? Why do you want that for yourself? And I'm all. Do you ever have a situation where someone cops out and you can feel that they're copping yeah, out? Yeah, we can see. You can see it's disingenuous. Do you go deeper, or do you just go, okay, well, they're not going to. They're not like they're not. So, like, so where you, I'm at today is yeah. these four check boxes. Like, forgive my language, but I want to walk out of there going, hell yes. Okay. Like, to all four check boxes. Like, I so don't. So if you want, feel like you have to dig deeper, you don't even want to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, like I don't want because there's so many people out there. And there's, I want to find the best of the best of the best. Yeah. So it's like, if you don't hit these four check boxes, next. Next. Yeah. Next. So I need to see a hunger. Now that hunger is people want to make money, but I want to source out the why behind that money yeah. to see if there's something deeper there that will drive them every single day. I love hiring people that have kids. Mm. Because yeah. I know Talk they're going to show up yep. and work for their kids. Yep. I love that. I love hiring people that have a big dream for themselves of where they want to go in their career because they're doing it. They, they have this vision for their life. They have this thing that they're working towards mm -hmm. or they're providing for that's going to play into that hunger. But that's the hardest one to source out because you can't tell if it's BS or not. And the synergy of once you find that out, you kind of understand where their drive is and what the vision is for their own life or their own career. You yep. look at that and say, does this fit within the vision of Reminder Media? And then it's a natural Correct. click. Because yeah. if they have energy and they have sales acumen, meaning they can hold a conversation and drive it, you can teach them your script. Yeah. And you can teach them how to engage people and all that good stuff. Well, what about this fourth one? The hunger... <laughs> The hunger is is very difficult to source out, but you can't get that. You can't motivate that on people. They have to have it. And then the fourth is character. Yeah. And character, this one is really difficult to know, but the reason why it's in there is because character, like I describe it this way about like work ethic, right? Integrity is who you are when people aren't watching, right? Because anybody can be honest. With the microscopes on them. Work ethic is the same. Everybody will have work ethic the first two weeks on the job. Everybody will have work ethic the day one when they show up because they know people are watching. They haven't been burnt out yet. They have something to prove. Six, six months from now when you have to make 200 calls, nobody's answered for two days, you haven't closed a deal, you're feeling down and out, will you show up the next day? That's true work ethic. And no ethic. one's checking in on you. And the only right. reason you do that is character. Yep. And the only reason you do that is because you have an integrity with yourself. And so one of the questions, and there's many I try to go around to, to get to somebody's character, but one of the questions I ask people is, how do you give back? Hmm. How do you give back? I like asking that because you can tell right away if this person even thinks about other people or, or just themselves. <laughs> and you can learn a lot. And we hired a person recently. When I asked them this question, they were like, well, you know, sharing something, you know, personal with you. And I said, well, you know, it's up to you basically. But, um, you know, my brother died of an overdose mm -hmm. and I'm super involved in helping uh, drug addicted people. Um, you know, basically I'm a sponsor and I help people wow. in that area. And then I learned a ton about who they are. Now that's just one attribute. That's just one example of going, wow, this person has a character and caring about people that you now know, Hey, I can trust this person 
that they are going to, one, treat my clients well, my prospects well. They're going to go the extra mile, those type of things. And it's not just from learning one little thing about somebody, but you'll be amazed how people open up on that question. Yeah, no, I love that. Another thing you could do that I always, <clears throat> it's that question of like, um, you know how people ask, what's your greatest strength? What's your greatest weakness? Yeah. We always sort of say like, if I was to call your your current boss or yeah. your last boss and ask them what your great or where you could improve, what would they say? That's always one of those things where you can always tell if they're being honest and thinking about it yeah. or if they're making something up. Yeah. The other thing I like to ask is um, to, to learn about people's character is um, who do you read and who do you follow? Yeah. Because you can tell a lot by, you know, what do you watch? What do you read? What do you follow? Mm. And, you know, you got to be careful there, right? Because you have your own biases and opinions. But you're really seeking out, like, is, is this person growing themselves? Is this person actually developing? It's amazing how many people I ask that, that don't read, that don't watch anything to grow themselves, yeah. that don't look up and have a mentor or follow anybody. And it's just like, it's not that you're a bad person. It's just you're not a champion. I don't want that person on my team. Yeah. I want the person on my team that's reading, following uh, great people, yep. and you know is trying to better themselves Yep, 100%. from a character standpoint. So there you go. There's four things to add to your checklist when uh, hiring a new salesperson. So thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you like this episode and looking for ways to support the show, uh, we ask you to head on over to Apple Podcasts. Drop us a five-star review along with a comment. And also, uh, the best way to support the show is to tell a friend. Uh, Luke, here's a good uh, sales joke. How do you get a good price on a sled? You have to bargain. <laughs> you have to toboggan. <laughs> toboggan. It's kind of like a the Boston. That's two player. good ones That's today. Two good ones in a row. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me, Luke, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com. And, of course, you can follow us on uh, social media. Follow us on Instagram, at Stay Paid Podcast. Follow us on TikTok, at Stay Paid Podcast underscore podcast luke is posting like an inspirational video every single day so if you're just looking for a little bit of inspiration for your day follows on tiktok as well for this episode of stay paid i am joshua stike guys i'm luke acree and if you're hiring people in your life the action item that i would give you is that make sure that you don't sell them that they sell you Meaning so often when you go into the conversation, you want to bring the energy because you don't want them to feel uncomfortable. No, make them bring the energy. You want to hold the conversation to make sure they don't feel uncomfortable and they're sold. No, make them hold the conversation. Make them show you that they're hungry and make them show you that they have character and that drive that you're looking for. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 